welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast, the best podcast in the world. The only place in the world I'm like choking on my kombucha right now. If I've red teeth right now, it's because I was uh, pounding a kombucha seconds before that intro. Not because I was um, going on a Bloody Mary and not the drink. Anyways, wow, what a dumb joke. Welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. Go buy my book, The Petty Principles, unless you don't have six ninety nine because you're a broke-ass bee. And that's okay, because if you are, you shouldn't be listening to this. You should be listening to like a, a Side Hustles podcast or something. This podcast is only for people who, uh, you know, got hella racks, hella pitches. And I'm going to try to not swear, dude, so I can make more money on YouTube. Because you know who likes money? This guy. I want all of it. I want as much money as I can possibly have. And the more money I get, the poorer I'm going to look. I'm going to undercompensate, right? So the more money I make, I'm just going to get bummier and bummier. And then the right women will sniff it out, you know? Like the real true, like really hot gold diggers, they know. They just they just sniff it. That's what I have on my dating profiles. Like I don't have it like on my bio. It just says you either see it or you don't. You either see this big ass dong schlonging around and these racks piling up and this clout accumulating, or you don't, or you don't see it, you know? That's not that's not for me to decide. That's for you to decide. I let girls know, say, hey, I would. Now it's your turn to make it happen because I'm not going to chase you. I don't give a f- I got other stuff to do. I'm totally just talking out of my behind right now. Uh, but thank you all for joining me on this very lovely day. It is Super Bowl Sunday, and I'm not going to watch a single down. I'm going to make it through the entire Taylor Swift football season without watching a single down of football. That is going to be my accomplishment. The most football I've seen is a clip of Taylor Swift doing the swag surf. That's the most of the NFL I've seen this year. Uh, Because, yeah, I got other stuff to do. But not really. I mean, life doesn't matter. If watching football makes you happy, you should watch it. It just doesn't do anything for me. Um, And that's because I think I went to the Super Bowl with my pops about 10 years ago. And we decided mutually at that point. Like, we're just kind of like, okay, now what do we do? It's amazing. You know, father-son moment. The confetti's falling from the New York sky. We're like, we had really good end zone tickets. The Seahawks beat the crap out of the Broncos. Um, it was just perfect, you know? I was like 24 at the time. Uh, and I was, you know, drinking like a fish. I remember all of it. I remember I bought these fake butters, right? And if you're a white person and don't know what butters are, it's Timberlands. I bought fake Timberlands and they were FUBUs, which is even funnier. And because uh, I knew I was going to New York. I wanted to walk around New York in some Tims and some butters. And so I bought these like bunk ass FUBU, FUBU butters at Ross Dress for Less, right? And after after the Super Bowl, my dad went up to the room. You know, he was tired because he's old. I was like 24, ready to rage at the time. So I go out drinking. I meet these black dudes at the hotel bar and we just get faded. And he's like, yo, you smoke? It's like uh, at the time, like, yeah, of course. So we go outside and the guy hands me a blunt and I'm just hitting it in the open, you know? And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. They're like, you know, white boy, chill out. And I'm like, what? You know, I'm from Seattle, so I didn't even know we were committing a felony at the time. And I'm hammered, okay? And we get back to the bar. We have a couple more drinks. And then I'm like, okay, all right, I got to go. So I'm walking through this nice-ass hotel. And I'm like, holy fuck, I can barely walk. Like, I remember my foot was just lagging. 
my foot. It's like I couldn't lift my feet up. And then the next morning, uh, I mean, I was out for hours hanging out with these guys. And then, <laughs> and then the next morning, I look at my shoes and the sole, the sole had separated from like the, uh, you know, whatever the body of the shoe is, the sole had separated. So it was hanging on like it was just flapping around in the back. So I was walking around with just some flapping ass butters for I don't even know how long. Um, fucking blunted. So yeah, that was fun. Uh, core memory. So that was exactly 10 years ago of yesterday because that was uh, Seahawks took that one home. So yeah, I don't even know. I think I guess because I went to the grocery store. I went to the grocery store earlier and I saw the just, you know, all the overweight sports fans with their jerseys on, you know, the type of guys that would call me a beta male because I don't drink beer. You know, guys with guys with man tits calling me a beta male like, oh, you you gluten free you gluten-free sissy you don't drink beer no i can't eat gluten because it upsets my uh abdomens and it bloats me and i don't really like drinking beer either because it makes me really bloated so i'd rather just drink tequila and soda water oh look at you you pansy meanwhile they got man breasts breastesses if you have man breasts you're not allowed to call anybody uh beta you know Matter of fact, if you're calling anybody alpha or beta, like you're definitely not, you know. I wish I would have got picked on more in my life so I'd had a more motivation to work out, you know, so I would have done steroids at a young age and I'd be completely bald now with huge muscles going around calling everybody else a beta male because I'm super yoked off steroids because I got picked on so much because I never learned how to use my words. Oh, anyways. He's just throwing them, dude. I just throw them out there so ignorantly. Everything I say, almost none of it is correct. But I'm not going to post that clip. I post all the clips where the shit just comes out of my mouth so confidently, acting like I know what I'm talking about. Uh, but I never post the sincere ones because then I like going in the comments and seeing everybody go like, oh, why well, you make something that literally nobody watches? And then I'm such a smart ass and I go, you shouldn't call yourself a nobody because technically you just watched my stuff. People, dude, I, I started making these reaction videos just for fun. You know, I got drunk one night. I was like, let me go make fun of some, just beavis and butt-headed up, go make fun of some some music videos, right? And I have a great time doing it. I'll just sit down for like an hour. I'll just turn on the camera. I'll sit down for an hour and just start clicking on music videos, commenting about them, and throwing them on my YouTube channel. And uh, I got into some hair metal, right? I got into some hair metal, which is just god-awful music. And, you know, so I was making fun of the videos. It's like these terrible 80s videos of men in makeup and women's clothes with perms. All right. So all the people that listen to that music are all these boomers now. They're like, oh, these young snowflakes. And then you look at their music and it was just men in women's clothing. And so I was making fun of these music videos. Right. And so I'm pausing. And then you go look at the comments. It's like, this guy doesn't shut up. This guy doesn't know how to react. This guy... It's like, how are you going to tell me how to react to something? What? And if you don't want to hear me talk about it, just go watch the original video. Like, I don't ever watch reaction videos because I don't need to hear somebody's opinion on it unless it's somebody I think that's funny. I don't need to just watch somebody stare at a music video that I like, you know? These people be like, oh, that was, that was a, a great reaction. That was a bad reaction. Like, oh, you need to work on your reactions. How am I going to work out on how I authentically feel about something? That's all this is. It's just pure authenticity because I don't, I don't care, dude. I don't care. I'm my worst enemy. I have 
you know, I've always admired people uh, like a Patrice O'Neill or something like that that just doesn't compromise, which that's how I, I know I'm just my worst enemy. I was talking to a friend. I did a podcast the other day. Uh, her name's Megan, Megan Nagger, and she's hilarious. So uh, her podcast is called Megan Explores Everything. Um, and so we were talking about uh, just, you know, go check that out. With I don't know when she's going to drop that, but. We're talking about like doing stand up and stuff like that. And I was just talking about how like uh, doing stand up, it's, it's just kind of this like you just turn into this giant people pleaser. You know, you're looking for this reaction where I kind of like forcing a laugh on people. So when I'm out in the world, I like I don't like being the fun, goofy guy that people just love and want to laugh, laugh at. I like saying something so fucked up where it just strikes a nerve with people where they can't help but laugh at it. Right. And I've ha- I do have the stand up bug again. Um, so I'm definitely, I, I definitely, I got some mics planned this week, so we'll see how that goes. I got to go a little five minutes put together. So that'll be fun. I'm um, looking forward to that because I did, I dude, I didn't talk to anybody for like a year. Well, that's not true. I, I mean, it's probably been like, I don't know, a couple months now. Like I just don't really, you know, go to like social functions or anything like that. I got kicked out of the group chat and shit like that. <laughs> uh, I just kind of, you, you know, um, Sometimes you just got to go into exile and figure out, you know, like, is this, is this what I want? Like to really just sit down and think about what you want, you know, and I've figured out what I want. I know where I want to go. I don't want to say these things out loud because that's how you jinx them. And if you're not doing it immediately, people go, you know, they want to get involved because they're not doing anything with their own lives. So I'm going to keep my goals and ambitions to myself, but I know that I'm making progress towards them every day and have things figured out. So I'm opening myself back up to the world. And recently I don't know if you listened to the last podcast episode, but the last podcast episode, I was talking about how I was really struggling with these panic attacks, right? And I don't know what, so I remembered, uh, so I've been taking what's called sertraline, which is, I think, Zoloft is like the brand name for it, right? Zoloft. Or is that the sleep medication? I don't know. I'm like addicted to sleeping pills too. Um, <laughs> I think it's Zoloft. Yeah, I think Zoloft. So it's a certain type. It's, it's sertraline is the the like medicine name. And so I've been taking that stuff because, you know, the doctors just always tell me, oh, you have this anxiety. Like I said, I never feel anxious about anything. I'm never sad about anything. And I started taking these pills and uh, I started just getting these recent, just very recently, I started just getting these like uncontrollable panic attacks about just absolutely nothing, just getting lightheaded all the time. And I forgot that a couple of years ago, not even a couple of years ago, back when I was in Austin, another doctor tried to put me on some stuff called Wellbutrin. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that's just what it was. And I started getting the same thing. So basically these medications, they just, they make, they, they make me dizzy. They make me very dizzy. And um, so about like three days ago, I just stopped taking it. It's just like, ah, no, and I've been absolutely fine. And like the second I stopped taking these antidepressants, I'm like, you know what? I feel like doing stand-up again. I, I feel like going out and dating again. I feel like being outside. I feel like being around people again. When I was taking the medications, I just wanted to be left alone. So it did like the exact opposite effect on me, you know? Um, yeah, they just kind of, you know, cause I've been dealing with like some, some chronic pain type issues and they say, Oh, it's in your head. You have fibromyalgia, whatever you perceive pain. That's not there. I'm like, well, why the fuck are my hands swollen guy? Huh? Tell me that. Why am I, why are my hands black and blue? Why is my immune system killing me? <laughs> Nobody can tell me that. Uh, but anyways, I talk about what I want to talk about. I wanted to make fun of the boomers uh, just crying on these hair metal videos. So 
I'm going to make way more videos where I just trash this music. And I always think it's funny with these. Did I talk about this in the last episode? I know I talked about this with Megan, but you know, you get these, you get these like 60 year old boomers, right? And they always talk about, oh, your, your, your generation is so soft and blah, blah, blah. But if you insinuate in any sort of way that they had it relatively easier based on the economy and the world that they lived in, they were like, they just fall apart, right? Like they can't, they can't handle any sort of criticism. That's just kind of like conservatives in general, right? Conservatives are just as big a crybabies as liberals. They just cry about different shit. Liberal, like they, they get outraged. Liberals are sensitive and cry about words and stuff like that. And then conservatives just get like outraged. They get angry about everything. It's two different emotions, but that you either cry when you're angry or you cry when you're upset. Liberals cry when they're upset. And uh, conservatives cry, just get angry and cry about everything that doesn't go their way. So they're just equal crybabies. But then you get, you know, you get these like 60 year old boomers where they're all like, oh, my parent, my parent, my all of this trauma. My dad was mean to me. My parents were this and that. And they're carrying around this thing for their whole life that they just can't get over. Right. And then they'll hear black people talk about systematic oppression from 400 years of slavery. And they're just like, oh, that's not real. So it's like your trauma from when you were eight years old, that your 60 year old man is uh, is still a thing really affecting your life. But you're saying 400 years of being brought over here on a boat and having nothing to your name and have people not allowing you in schools or have jobs or do anything like that. And still just treating you like second class citizens for for forever. So you're saying that's not going to have an after effect on a group of people, you know? So your trauma is real, but everybody else's trauma is just them being sensitive and snowflakes and woke and having excuses for everything, right? You know, we all have different perspectives on the world. And then I think, I think, uh, I think one of the things that yeah, everybody, I, think, I don't know, I, I'm trying to be more compassionate towards people that actually deserve it. And I'm trying to just be way more ruthless on people that just bring stupidity upon themselves. I, I mean, I'm so I'm so extreme about that. There is no middle ground for me. It's either like, yeah, we need to complete, be completely compassionate and help people out. One thing I also like really don't understand those the people that are most opposed to like closing the borders are the people that are complaining the most about being broke and be you know being victims of disparities and this and that here in the United States. And so it's like a lot of people are saying, well, okay, well, let's close the border. If we have $100 billion to send to Ukraine to fund some fucking war that we don't understand, imagine we could do with that money here. Imagine all the homeless people we could help and like how much money we could pump into the black communities. And but then you get all these liberals. They're like, oh, we need to just open it up. Like how much of the third world can you just flood in until you become the third world yourself? Like how many wars do you want to fund, you know? It's just mind blowing, dude. And so these people, I just want to be absolutely ruthless on and just let, like there, there's no, uh, most of the time I just want to ignore them because that's what you do to children. You just freaking ignore them. But uh, sometimes it's hard to do because they get in these positions and they actually get uh, power. Let's see. Did I want to talk about anything specific? Oh, yeah. 
You ever post something on the internet or just see somebody else post something on the internet? When I say somebody else, specifically a male. Like if a male posts something on the internet about how he's uh, trying to have more confidence in himself and not allow certain female behaviors, right? Like taking advantage of him. And then all of a sudden women will just pile on and they'll be like, who hurt you? Girls always say, who hurt you? Like if you call out anything, anything negative about females, they always go, who hurt you? That's always their thing. Now, I think what would be really funny, a reverse troll, is when you go on the thirst traps that they're posting. <laughs> People start going, who hurt you? Why do you need this attention? Why do you need this validation for your looks? Who's not, how, who, who hurt you? Who hurt you that you got to be out here, you know, sticking your b-hole on the camera? Who hurt you? You know what? We're all hurt. So maybe we should just be nicer to each other. <laughs> Everybody's hurt in their own way. You know, there was another post the other day. Uh, it was wild. Some, it, the, the post said, what, what's something your ex left you with that you still have? And I just saw these comments, PTSD, PTSD, PTSD. And so I was like, unless you've been shot at, you probably shouldn't say PTSD. Okay. We've all treated somebody that didn't treat us well, but that's not like you're laying in a foxhole watching your you're watching your your buddy get shot up next to you right post-traumatic stress disorder like shell shock you ever see the pictures of those guys from world war one world war two and i'm not saying all, all trauma is invalid you know i'll try everybody everybody's damaged everybody has things that they've dealt with but it was just so funny to see the reaction with everybody piling on then like oh i and so the post specifically said something your ex left you with then everybody started just comment like it was just hundreds of comments on this comment about like, oh, well, I saw a car accident or my th th this and that, like all these things that happened to them, right? I would pull it up, but I probably can't find the thread again because one, I don't have Instagram on my phone. And uh, two, I get way too many notifications because I'm just being a douche. Uh, but so, yeah, everybody just wanted to have this big victim off in the comments. And I did a good job at not responding to any. Of them. I've been doing a bad job at that. I fall off the wagon sometimes where I get in the comments. You know, I turn into the all-seeing eye where 99% of the time I just ignore the comments, but the, and that's how I get in trouble is when I respond to comments. Because it's always these dumb, these dumbass people just come out of nowhere. Like uh, I posted I posted a video on TikTok where I was making a David Goggins joke where I was talking about how his wife is a world, the world-class stamina athlete for dealing with David Goggins, you know? Like, have you ever have you ever dated somebody that makes you go do, like, a turkey trot? Or, you know, do... You're just like, ugh. Imagine dating David Goggins. <laughs> this guy trying to break every physical record all the time, you know? Like, that's got to get old, you know? Eventually, his wife's just going to be like, you know, I want to go to hang out with my friends, not follow you through the desert for 24 hours on a on a, a tricycle or whatever he's doing or walking on his hands through the Sahara, whatever weird shit he's doing, right? So I made this video and then all these people just pile on like, oh, this fragile soy boy, oh, this, uh, and they never have pictures, obviously. Anybody that ever makes fun of my looks, they never have a picture, right? Um, but it's just mind-blowing where then these people that can't take a joke about some stranger who's labeled the world's toughest man, right? So all these people can't think this guy can't take a joke about how much his wife probably has to deal with dealing with him. And I feel like I've talked about this before, but this video has got a, 
a bunch of plays at this point. So my phone is just constantly ringing with uh, notifications from people just crying about it. You know, like all these old fat, <laughs> all these just completely just, you know, I'm not a fighter. I'm not a trained fighter, but there's not a single person that's commented on there that I would not get in a fist fight with. And they're like, oh, you, you're soft. You'd probably fall apart. I mean, they look like they, you know, beg for quarters to buy meth or something. Um, anyways, where are we at time-wise? Did I get into what I wanted to get into? I really didn't have much in my notes here. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll leave you with one more bro tip, okay? This is a bro tip for all the female athletes out there, Okay. If you are getting pushed out of your sport by the influx of trans biological males stepping into your sport and you're losing your spot, okay? Maybe you're an athlete, you're you're not like a D1 starter, but you're right around just making the roster, but you're getting pushed out because here comes a biological male and just inserts themselves in there. Now you get kicked and didn't make the team, even though you've been working on your dreams for so long, right? I have a hack for you now. If these biological males can come in and be, I am she, her now, so I'm going to join your sport and you lose your spot, what you should do is start using they, them pronouns and joining the Special Olympics and then beating up on them. Hey, don't hate the player, hate the game, dude. If we're going to go, if we're going to go in, let's go all the way in. So, anyways. Uh, thank you for listening to the Lord Petty Podcast. Please tell a friend. Uh, please tell a family member. Uh, please do whatever you want, honestly. I'm done asking for stuff. Like the video, uh, sub to the channel, or if you're listening to this in an audio app, like it, leave a review. Do something. Do something that helps out, okay? How much free, how much free content are you possibly going to consume without ever putting something back into the ecosystem, Okay. Uh, like I said, like the video, sub to the channel, go check out my book, Petty Principles, pick up some merch, do something. I appreciate you. Love you a long time. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.